ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله والسلام عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد يا عباد الله you have to remember who you are and be balanced and it is incumbent it is vital that you do not look down upon your brothers and your sisters the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said in a hadith that is been hadith abi huraira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu it is narrated on the authority of abu huraira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu fima rawahu muslim fi sahih in that which is collected by muslim in his collection of authentic hadith the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said bihasb bihasb imri'in min ash-sharr it is enough for an individual from evil it is enough for an individual from evil and i want you to contemplate upon this bihasb imri'in min ash-sharr it is enough for a person from evil a yakfi al mu'min min ash-sharr it is enough for a believer from evil to do what and yahqira akhahu al muslim that they will look down on their brother muslim that they, that they will look down upon the muslims ya ibadullah it is incumbent that we treat each other good it is vital it is a must that we are good to each other that we are kind to each other that we are gentle with each other that we treat each other like brothers and from treating each other like brothers is that we should not look down upon others there is no reason for us to look down upon other muslims there is no reason for us to look down upon others if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided you to a good 
Remember who you are. Remember your shortcomings. Remember your errors. Remember your sins. And do not elevate yourself in your opinion of yourself above others. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided you to a good, thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be thankful unto Allah and show gratitude unto Allah that he has guided you to that good. Be fearful. Be fearful. Because you don't know if Allah is going to accept from you what you put forward. So be scared. Be fearful. Be scared of Allah. Be fearful that perhaps what you put forward from efforts will not be accepted. Remember who you are. And also, remember that that brother or that sister that has yet to be guided to a good, do not look down upon them, but try your best to help them. Try your best to raise them up. Try your best to better them. Try your best to call them to that which is good in a good way. And understand that just as they are unaware of this good thing today. There was a time when you yourself were unaware of it. And understand the possibility. That just because they have become aware of this good thing after you. This does not negate the possibility of them surpassing you. They may die better than you. They may die in a better state than you. They may receive a reward in Jannah greater than yours. So remember who you are and your shortcomings. And remember the possibility of others. And that none of us knows in which state in which we will die. So never look down upon others. Because to do so means that you have a false Inflated opinion of yourself. And this is not correct. This degree of arrogance is not acceptable. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi kibr That they will not enter into Jannah the one who has the like of a small seed or a small grain of arrogance in their heart. The one who has arrogance in their heart, the like of a small seed or a small grain, they will not enter into Jannah. So a man from the Sahaba, he said, He said, verily a man, he likes that his Thawb, his clothes are good. And that his shoes, his sandals, meaning yani, are good. The Prophet وسلم, he said that verily Allah is handsome and he loves beauty. Al kibr, meaning this is not arrogance to love that you are finely dressed, to love that your shoes are good. This is not from arrogance, not at all. But rather, this is how the Muslim should be. Reflect back to the hadith of Jibreel. And the way Jibreel came to the Prophet ﷺ to teach the Muslims about Islam. 
He came and he was crisp and clean, exceedingly white fell, exceedingly black hair, so on and so forth. He came, was very clean, looked very good. This is how the Muslim should be. We should be those who we look good. We should be those who good smells emanate from us. We smell good. We should be those who everything about us to the best of our ability is good. The inside is good. The speech is good. The way they interact with people is good. So on and so forth. Now, so this is not arrogance that a person looks good. He dresses fine. This is not arrogance. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said that arrogance is what al kibr is to reject the truth. That's arrogance. Rejection of the truth, that's arrogance. An ayah is recited unto you, and you reject that verse, that's arrogance. A statement of the Prophet is recited unto you. You reject the sunnah of the Prophet, that's arrogance. And looking down on people. Looking down on people, that's arrogance. So there is never a justification to look down upon anyone, no matter what color, no matter what language they speak, no matter where they're from, no matter their tax bracket, no matter how much they have or how much they don't have and so on and so forth. You never look down upon your brother because looking down upon your brother, this is arrogance. And the one who has a, 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 a small portion of arrogance in their heart, the Prophet said, let me say, what about that person? They will not enter into Jannah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who have truly clean hearts. Those hearts are devoid of any type of arrogance. Those who are humble. Those who are avid and devout worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the sunnah of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hada aqulu qawli hada wa astaghfullah li wa lakum wa li jami'i al-muslimin fa astaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam, ala rasulillah wa ba'd. Ya ibadullah, it is incumbent that we remind each other of that which is good. Let those who are present inform those who are absent. Remind the believers, because verily in the reminder there is a benefit. Off topic, but very necessary. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his noble book he says وَإِذَا قُرِيَ الْقُرْآنِ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا When the Qur'an is recited then listen attentively to it and be quiet. When the Qur'an is recited listen attentively to it and be quiet, be silent. Many of us, we hear this ayah and we look at it upon its apparent meaning. That when the Qur'an is recited, and now this enters into the meaning when the Qur'an is recited, period. Be quiet and listen. Okay? وَقَالَ Imam Ahmad, Imam Ahmad, he mentions, أَجْمَعُوا أَجْمَعُوا مَنْ أَهْلِ الْعِلْمِ They've all agreed. أَنَّهَا نَزَلَتْ he said that the people of knowledge have agreed that this verse was revealed 
specifically related to the salah and to Jumu'ah. That during the salah, you don't talk. You, you're quiet and you listen. And during Jumu'ah, you do not talk. You are quiet and you listen. It is incumbent that while the Imam is giving the khutbah, that you do not talk to your companion to your left or to your right. You do not have conversations about this, about that. Because this is not the time for that. This is the time to listen. The Prophet ﷺ, he said as it comes in a hadith of Abu Hurairah, if you said to your companion on the day of Jumu'ah, meaning when the Imam is speaking, when the khutbah is going on, if you said to your companion while the khutbah was going on, if you said to your companion, be quiet, then verily you are guilty of talking. And I want you to reflect upon this hadith. That if somebody was talking during the khutbah and it was said unto them, be quiet, then they both will be in violation of talking during the khutbah. The Prophet ﷺ, he referred to it as lagu. You will be in violation of talking without purpose. Talking, vain speech, meaning this is not the right time for that. Now I want you to reflect on what is the indication to be quiet. That is what? That is calling to good and forbidding evil. And the origin of calling to good and forbidding evil, we know that we are encouraged to do it. Naam? But even this during the khutbah is not allowed. Which shows you that what? That if that which is a good deed any other time is not allowed during the khutbah, then definitely a conversation about this, about that is not allowed during the khutbah. And I want you to reflect upon the fact that when you speak during the khutbah, you not only take upon yourself this mistake and this sin, but you also take upon the sin of distracting others from listening. You take upon the sin of being an annoyance, causing harm. To your brothers and to your sisters. You see that this one action has on it compounded bad things. Compounded errors. So it is a must that we are quiet and that we listen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, إِذَا قُرِيَ الْقُرْآنِ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ That when the Qur'an is recited, be quiet and listen to it intentively so that you could be shown mercy. So, so being quiet and listening intentively when the Quran is being recited during the salah, during the khutbah and in general, then this is from the means by way in which a person will attain mercy. Who from amongst us doesn't need mercy? Who from amongst us is so good, so worthy, that they are not in need of Allah's mercy? 
Who from amongst us could, could, could claim that? No one. No one. So this means that what we are all in need of Allah's mercy. And what are from those means by way in which an individual will be able to attain Allah's mercy? By being quiet when the Quran is being recited during salah, during the khutbah, and in general. So it is incumbent that we listen, that we take these things seriously, that we implement the good so that we may attain good bi'ithnillahi ta'ala. As-salaam ta'ala ayyi wa fiqni wa iyaakum lima yuhibbuhu wa yarudda wa an yaj'alana minman idha u'tiya shakar wa dhubutulia sabar wa idha adhaba staghfar fa inna haulai thalath anwanu sa'ada rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina azaban nar hadha fa'aqimu al-salaam